السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعليكم السلام. اللهم على هذا جمع المرحوم تفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما واجعله في ميزان حسناتنا يا رب العالمين يوم نلقاه. الحمد لله رب العالمين. الصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. My talk, inshallah, today will be about one of the, uh, of the Islamic leaders uh, that uh, had a significant effect on the Islamic world and uh, had, had his uh, impression on uh, the expansion of the Islamic world at the time of the Umayyad, the Umayyad time, Asr al-Dawl al This person is called Muhammad ibn al-Qasim al-Thaqafi. Muhammad ibn al-Qasim al-Thaqafi. Uh, Muhammad ibn al-Qasim al-Thaqafi, he is from Thaqif. Thaqif means it's the, it's the main tribe in uh, Ta'if, near Mecca. And you know, Ta'if is the, is the area where the Prophet ﷺ has went and started making da'wah there and had this, the story of Ta'if, you know about the story of Ta'if and the people of Ta'if. He was born in uh, the year 72 Hijri, uh, in Ta'if itself, which is his town, during the Umayyad time uh, during the period of Abdul Malik ibn Marwan uh, and his son Walid ibn Abdul Malik so that's the the period that this uh, 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 this person was born and uh, in, uh, in the area and in, in that time Abdul Malik ibn Marwan uh, was the Khalifa at the time Khalifa Umayyad Khalifa at the time he appointed Al-Hajjaj ibn Yusuf al-Thaqafi. Hajjaj, uh, he's also a well-known leader in the Islamic history at the time of the Umayyad. He was appointed on Iraq uh, to be uh, ruler ruler of Iraq and all the eastern part of uh, the Umayyad Khilafah. Uh, and Al-Hajjaj, uh, Hajjaj ibn Yusuf al-Thaqafi, he appointed his uncle as a ruler of the town of Basra, the city of Basra at the time. Uh, now, Al-Qasim is actually the father of Muhammad, Muhammad ibn Al-Qasim. So, uh, when he was appointed as a ruler of Basra, obviously, he moved to Basra to rule the, the city. And he moved with, uh, his, he took his family with him, including Muhammad ibn Al-Qasim. And that's where Muhammad ibn Al-Qasim raised, was raised. Uh, uh, you know, his his upbringing was actually in, in Basra and Iraq, that area. Uh, Muhammad ibn al-Qasim, um, he's a leader, and he also, his, his relations, his relatives are all leaders, uh, like his father, the ruler, like his uncle is, is also a ruler of the whole of Iraq and, uh, and the eastern parts of Umayyad. All of his tribe also, all of his the immediate tribe were, were also which were which were bin Aqil. They were all uh, leaders. So he's he's got his talent. He's got this talent of leadership in him. Immediately as he uh, as he started growing up. Now when when Hajjaj uh, moved to Iraq or when he was leading Iraq, he started. He actually built a city called Wasit. It is still until the present day you know, existing. He built this city uh, to be a military city. Where all the uh, all the uh, uh, military of uh, the Umayyad Khilafah were were gathering, 
something that we should, you know, we, we learn from history, that how, uh, you know, the people, the Muslims people were always, you know, thinking of military, thinking of establishing a defensive force for, for their, for their ummah, for, for their khilafah. So he started building a whole city for the military to be trained and to be living there and to be, you know, on the near borders to the eastern part of the khilafah. So Muhammad ibn, ibn al-Qasim was raised in that city, in that, in that environment, in that military environment. And he became a leader. He became a leader uh, in his own right uh, when he did not even was 17 years old. He was already appointed a leader when he did not reach even the 17 years old. During all of that time, uh, some of the, <clears throat> some of the uh, pirates of Sindh, Sindh is, uh, is the area of Pakistan now. There's a, there's a big river called the river of Sindh that passes through that area. And uh, that's the area the, the Muslims were uh, referring always to be, you know, referring to it as Bilad Sindh and Hind, which is beyond the river. So that, that river was actually the, the landmark that defines those, those areas. So there were some pirates living there. And it was, you know, at that time it was all um, ruled by Buddhists, um, similar to what we have now in India, similar to that, all of that area was ruled by Buddhists. So some uh, some pirates uh, under the ruler of uh, the ruling of Dahir, who was the king of uh, Sindh, uh, and and you know under under his knowledge also, they attacked eighteen ships of the Islamic ships of the Umayyad ships. Those ships were actually uh, doing trade between Ceylon, Sri Lanka now, and uh, the Umayyad the, 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 and Iraq. So they attacked those eighteen ships. In, in the year 19 Hijri, 19 the Hijra, sorry, one, I mean 19, 9-0. And they actually, uh, you know, killed all the, the men on those ships and took the women as, as prisoners. And also took all the, uh, you know, all, all, all the uh, merchandise as, as their ownership, to, to their ownership. Um, now, of course, the news came to Hajjaj about this uh, this attack, and uh, Al Hajjaj he tried to get this money back from uh, from Daher, from the king of the Sindh at the time, and you know asked him to bring to, to give back all the money that was stolen by the pirates uh, in a in a peaceful way. First of all, he tried his peaceful way, and that that did not work. So he sent two armies, two small armies, to try and get the, all, all the belongings of the Muslims, that also didn't work. The, the two armies were defeated by, uh, by Daher, the king of Sindh. So eventually, uh, Al-Hajjaj decided that this, this, this country, or this, this Sindh area, must be conquered now. I mean, they are, are becoming arrogant and so on, so it must be conquered, it must be open. You know, the Islam should, should go there, should, you know, all the, the military, the Islamic military should go there and conquer these areas. So he, uh, sent the, he sent the army under the leadership of Muhammad ibn al-Qasim. So that, that was uh, the first time that Muhammad ibn al-Qasim was asked to go to um, the area of Sindh. And uh, uh, he moved. Muhammad al-Qasim with his army, which, were, which was composed of 20,000 
soldiers. He moved towards uh, Sindh uh, under, under the patronage and support of the Khalifa himself, Walid ibn Abdul Malik, in, in Damascus. Uh, so Al Hajjaj convinced Al Walid Abdul Malik that he should support this army because of you know the background of it, as, as we discussed, and that, that he helped, he, you know, Abdul Malik agreed to that and he you know pushed the, the army to go towards uh, towards Bilad Sin. Um, so Muhammad al Qasim moved on this 20,000 soldiers and he crossed uh, Iran all through Iran until he reached Sindh in the year 90 Hijri. And uh, on his way, he started conquering city after city. And subhanAllah, he was, he was, and he's supported by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that most of the cities that, you know, all the cities he was passing, he was conquering, and they were all going into Islam, coming into Islam. Now, obviously, um, we, we should mention here that people uh, in those areas, when they, um, when they, they saw what uh, what the Muslims had uh, in relation to uh, fairness and be, being, you know, be, being fair to them and uh, and you know spreading the the dawah. They all uh, wanted desperately to get rid of the the ruling of Dahir and and the, the kings at the time who were you know were were oppressive against them. So they they came willingly into Islam. There wasn't any I mean there wasn't any forcing of the people. They just willingly came to into Islam. Uh, in his way, he passed by uh, the city of Dabal. Uh, now it's called Karachi. This, the city of Karachi is, used to be called Dabal. It was the, actually the capital, uh, capital of the Sindh, where Daher, the king of Sindh, was, was staying. So he went into a, a strong battle with him in the year 92 Hijri. And uh, Muslims conquered uh, uh, Karachi or Debu at the time, and the king of Sindh was killed. And uh, you know the whole uh, the whole uh, kingdom of Sindh uh, fall down. Uh, Muhammad Abdul Qasim, Qasim continued in his uh, conquers until he reached. He moved north. Now, if, if you see, if you if you look at the map, of, if you imagine the map, this is all in the south. Uh, you know, going uh, near the uh, the Arabian Sea, on, on the Arabian Sea, until he reached Karachi. Karachi is actually on the Arabian Sea. So, uh, and then from there he went up towards uh, the Indian towns and villages, same, same way conquering, until he reached, the last city that he reached is Malkan, which is the, the city of Hyderabad now. You know, India, Hyderabad is in the eastern part of India. That's where he reached uh, lastly, which is Haider Abad. And that was uh, the last of his conquers in the year 96. There he established, until that point, he established uh, the uh, Islamic State or Islamic uh, uh, part of that world, and he, uh, which is now called Pakistan. All of that Pakistan area now became a Muslim area and was part of the Umayyah Khilafah. Uh, the point that uh, I, I actually like to talk about this uh, leader is that uh, it's amazing how he is in the in the age of seventeen managed to do all of these managed to do all of these things. It reminds us of Osama, Osama bin Zaid at the time of the Prophet ﷺ when he sent him to Mu'tah as a leader. Uh, people like that, uh, you know, very young, uh, very ambitious, at the same time very respective of all the leaders in his army. 
uh, who, are, who were you know outgrown uh, him of age. He was very respected for them and everything, and he managed to run that, this army and you know conquer all of these uh, places. He had certain characters like courage. He was very courageous. Um, he was a, a good leader, a good manager. He was just in how he dealt with, with everything during his conquerorship. Uh, he was generous, he was wise, and uh, he, when he dealt with the Indians as he, as he moved uh, towards India, he dealt with uh, uh, forgiveness and you know, with, with peace with them as far as he could. You know, whatever he could do, uh, as Hajjaj told him to do actually, that he should be dealing with those people in uh, kindness and in fairness and should not uh, you know resort to fighting unless he had he had to and that's why the people of india they they liked him very much and they they you know they admired his uh, tolerance and they 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 really loved their his, his ruling um and that's how the 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 islamic state was established in in that uh, in that area um now uh after establishment of the Islamic State there, at that, time, at that point in time, uh, um, Khalifa was changed from Walid ibn Abdul Malik, Walid ibn Malik passed away. So uh, Sulaiman ibn Abdul Malik replaced him uh, from the Umayyad uh, people. And Sulaiman was the brother of, uh, of Walid. Now, uh, history is not very clear about what happened then because um, it seems that uh, Walid wanted to appoint his son as the Khalifa after him, uh, but uh, Suleiman did not allow that to happen, and he refused this because he was he was the appointed uh, what we call vice Khalifa or the vice president. So he did not allow that, and he stayed there. Now, during this uh, this struggle, Al Hajjaj bin Yusuf, who's remember who's the uncle of Muhammad ibn Al Qasim. Stood with, uh, you know, he stood at the side of Al Walid ibn Abdul Malik to, uh, to appoint his son as the Khalifa against the wish of Suleiman. So Suleiman was not on good terms with Al Hajjaj bin Yusuf al Taqafi. And what, uh, what the history records is that uh, because of that, uh, uh, Suleiman ibn Abdul Malik had a grudge against uh, Al Hajjaj bin Yusuf as well as all his relations, including Muhammad ibn al-Qasim. So a rumor has spread that, uh, and this is not, this is not, it doesn't seem that the, the history is very clear about it, but the rumor which spread at the time is that uh, Muhammad ibn al-Qasim during, uh, during the battle where he surrounded uh, Karachi, uh, he took the daughter of uh, the king of Daher, King Daher, who was the king of the Sindh, uh, he took his daughter and he, uh, as 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 they used to do at the time, as part of his Malakat uh, Aymanukum, means one one of his women. And she refused to be, uh, you know, she, she refused to be uh, one of his women. And um, they say it's it's a, I mean it's not as I said it's not clear in the history, but uh, they say it's just a rumor that Al uh, Hajjah, what's his name, Sulaiman ibn Abdul Malik used used it against Muhammad ibn Qasim. And uh, uh, they they actually asked him to come to to come back to Iraq uh, in the 90, in the year ninety six, 
and he was jailed because of that. Uh, he was punished severely because of that, and he was actually tortured in them in the in the jail there until he died uh, in that jail, and that was the way he died in, in an unfortunate and very horrible way. And he died, and he didn't reach the age of 24. So his his, his life started, uh, you know, with his with this army with the movement towards uh, sin in the year of uh, when he was age 17. He died in the in the, uh, the age at the age of 24, in the in the town of uh, Wasit, the same town that he was raised in in Wasit in Iraq. Um, his uh, his tomb is still there in uh, in a town called Narmania now in the in the in the province of Wasit in, in Iraq still until uh, today. So uh, this is the story of Muhammad ibn al-Qasim. It's a, it's a short history, but uh, look at the, at the effect that he had on the Islamic history and the addition of all at the start of that, of that area, uh, you know, conquering of that area of al-Hind uh, at that time. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Salatu Salaam, Ala Sayyidina Muhammad, Ala Sayyidina Muhammad. We'll just uh, say some dua now, since Abu Yazan has left us also this morning. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم رب اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت اللهم رب بارك لنا فيما أعطيت القناة واصرف عنا شر ما قدرت وقضيت اللهم رب اهدنا إلى اللهم رب اهدنا إلى إلى طاعتك وإلى 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 الهداية وإلى وإلى الأعمال الصالحات فلا ولا تجعلنا من أصحاب النار وجعلنا دائما من أصحاب النات النعيم يا رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام جزاكم الله خير